welcome everyone to a very special and impromptu <laughs> Captain's Quadrant. Yes. Um, thanks yeah. everyone for joining. Of course, look who we've got. We've got the captain here himself, Captain Joe Dove. Welcome, sir. Of course, we've got Hello. Anita, Captain Nita of the USS Calentine. Caliente. 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 What are you going to do? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> aboard, Nita. And of course, Admiral Annie, how are you? So good. <laughs> now, today's show is going to be a very simple one, guys. We're here just to talk about one topic and one topic only that is sweeping the internet, especially if you're on a Star Trek fan. And that is, as the title of the thumbnail says, was it a giant mistake to cancel Ooh. Discovery? Yes. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know what coverage you've been seeing over the last couple of days, but it's everywhere all over the internet, yeah, especially on TikTok yeah. and all that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm yeah, going to throw it to each one of you. Sorry, Joe? It's taking Twitter by storm. Yeah, yeah Twitter, TikTok, yeah. Facebook. It's just crazy. It's a very divisive, like, um, outcome, I think from what yeah. was announced. Yeah. Now, I don't actually have the image, but everyone's seen that release that, that came out about uh, Paramount announcing that season five would not only be delayed, but it was indeed their final season. Um, I, I think a shock to everyone. That's fair to say, yeah. right, guys? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yep, no one kind of saw that coming because it was due for a release in a couple of months, I believe. Yeah. Right. It yeah. wasn't that kind of far away. So... Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the announcement came out they'll be ending it. And, wow, that ignited a firestorm. So we'll get into that. But I'm going to throw to Nita first. What was your initial reaction to this news? Tell us about it. Well, you know, there's a duality to cancelling. Um, I think there's good and bad in, in, in it, okay? Um, I think that when, the sh when a show goes on, and it, and it loses momentum, you know, you kind of want to give it that finale so that it ends in a good note. The problem is that Discovery has been doing really well and hasn't come to a point where it needs to have that finale. Um, the, the lack of representation that's going to happen when the show is canceled, it's really sad. And I understand the financial aspects of it. They only budgeted for, you know, five years. And that is a really expensive show because they have so much graphic and so much effects. It has to be an amazing budget that they're expending. Um, it's actually needed yeah. $8 million an episode. So you're talking on average, Ooh. if you spread it across yeah. them all the shows, some being 13, some being 10, you're looking about a $100 million season. That's wow. a movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Million, we're not one. talking a few million. We're talking like $100 million. Yeah. Per, that's, and that's show. a really big budget. And yeah. that's huge. Um, and, you know, it's, it's very challenging. Uh, to come up with it. And I get that. That that I understand. And, you know, um, Paramount, first and foremost, is a business. So we need to respect that. And they're mm -hmm. about making money. That's the bottom line about businesses. Mm -hmm. However, as a fan, I do think that it's sad to see it go. Um, not only do we have to wait till next year, but you're not even going to give us a little bit this year and a little bit next year. Mm -hmm. You know, these shows only get 10 episodes, right? And I think... It's really a, a foretelling of the golden age of Star Trek coming to an end. And as a TOS fan, 
um, Jace can understand having these huge gaps. I think she's um, saying you're old. I'm old. <laughs> you were okay. I wasn't offended. Back in the day, I can relate, Nina. I can relate. I'm the oldest, actually, of the group. I am very <laughs> proud to say that. Um, these are my little brothers and sisters. And um, but we waited years from the TOS uh, series to get a movie. Yeah, and mm. and we waited years to get the next one, and so on. And then we mm. waited what 12, 15 years, right? Almost to get TNG, and, mm. it, and now we have back to back to back to back. And there's a generation of Trekkies that don't understand the longing and the waiting, and <laughs> yeah. and still having to preserve your fandom within your yeah. heart because that's all that's left is reruns and your art. It's, yeah. it's going to be a very sad thing to see it go. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Annie, what did you, what was your initial emotional reaction to hearing that Discovery was finishing? I'm sad. I really liked Discovery. I know that's kind of a hot topic. You either hate it or you love it pretty much mm. for a lot of fans. I really loved it. Um, I... I mean, my entry into Star Trek was TNG and Deep Space Nine. And mm. then, um, you know, when Enterprise came, I was just a little baby geek, you know, nerding out, uh, you know, in my parents' room at nighttime watching Star Trek. And so, yeah, that gap between Enterprise and then Discovery, you know, we had a couple films in there and we had, you know, the Kelvin timeline and everything. But, um I discovery has a special place in my heart. I think, um, you know, getting, to, I, I was going through a civilian EMT school at the time and I would come home from being on the ambulance and seeing like all this crazy stuff. And I could be like, Oh, it's okay. I've got Star Trek. Like it's all good. And yeah. so like, Comfort. I don't know. I yeah. just have mm -hmm. a lot of affinity for this version of Trek, this, this mm -hmm. iteration of Star Trek. Um, Spock is one of my favorite characters. So the fact that they related Michael Burnham to Spock and his family was really special for mm. me. Um, and I think a lot of fans enjoyed that too. Um, and then, you know, over these last four seasons really got attached to the crew of the discovery, Saru, especially and Tilly and, uh, Jet Reno. Gosh, like, I mean, there's really not a character in that on that bridge really that I didn't like. So that's, it's sad. And I think also Nita spoke to the fact that there's a lot of representation, um, for me as a queer individual, that's, uh, Adira Tall in the latest, uh, seasons, um, you know, and, and Paul and Hugh, um, seeing those queer characters on the screen and people of color on the screen is really amazing. And I think that's what Trek really speaks to. Um, and the inclusivity. And so I'm not worried that we're going to lose that, but it's sad to lose this iteration of it. Cap. Well, when the news hit, how did you feel? Uh, it was rough. I mean, I kind of anticipated an ending uh, for the show eventually because it's the longest lasting of the shows. So in my mind, it was, okay, this one probably has to be winding down at some point, but I'm hoping we get a full seven seasons and then i realized this is streaming it's not the same it's more like mm. the old bbc or doctor who seasons where it's short and they they only get three and then they move on so you know it it, it wasn't surprising but it was sad to not hear 
oh, you know, we're going to transition them into the films because I think that you could do something because they're still displaced. They're all out of time. They're yeah. 900 years in the future when they're yeah. 900 years before, mm-hmm. you know, so this is before Spock and Kirk met that mm-hmm. their, their initial launch. This is before the yeah. enterprise is a big deal. Pike was still the captain of the enterprise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I still think there's a really good story that they could flesh out and hopefully not just in the season into like a film, maybe a one-off film. Of course that mm-hmm. will cost a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, obviously when I heard the reaction, I went, my head went into business mode and I went, I understand. I absolutely understand. And I'll tell you, there's a few reasons I understand. Number one is creatively, they were coming to an end. I had read reports that five seasons was always part of the plan. Yeah, that's what I heard too. So I went, okay, there we go. The other big reason is, guys, streaming services across the board are losing millions of dollars. The business model that they thought they had, they overcounted it. What they didn't realise, a lot of these streaming services, there's a ceiling to subscriber numbers. There's only so many people that can subscribe to your service. So what happened is streaming services like Paramount and Disney Plus and Netflix threw hundreds of millions of dollars at the table. Amazon, um, yeah. you name it. and But they're not getting return on investment. So their <laughs> quarterly reports... They're reporting massive losses. So they've got to make a choice. So you look at Star Trek. Star Trek's a Paramount-owned and their flagship franchise. Paramount know what they've got. But they've got to make a decision, right? What are we going to do? Do we invest in what we've got now or do we continue investing in a show that's tailing out? If the bosses are telling us we've got to cut costs, what's the smart thing to do here? And as much as creatively... It hurts because I respect the show quite a lot. Its diversity is really important. There are episodes that I absolutely adore and there are some episodes I don't. (laughs) But it's also uh, Discovery, there is no Strange New Worlds. There is no Lower Decks. There is no Prodigy if it wasn't for Discovery. That's right. They they brought on the new Mm -hmm. age of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. They're crucial. And really important in the early days of Paramount Plus. Um, yeah, because Paramount Plus was leaning heavily exactly. on it in order to yeah. get off the ground. For so sure. now, you, now you've got an issue where you've got you've got to make cuts. So, and I think the the one of the main problems or the main issues I think Discovery had was Anson Mount. I think his inclusion into the franchise, his role on Discovery, they went. We're giving this guy his own spin-off. Yeah. Yes, good? yeah. And it he was very extremely to me. so good. Yeah. And look, you've got a 99% uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating on season one of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. It's critically and publicly plauded. So Paramount's got to make a decision going, well, where are we going to put our investment in? What is going to be our flagship show for the next yeah four or five years and it's going to be strange new worlds yeah it was never going to be that plus you know you've got two shows in the works currently you've got starfleet academy and you've got section 31 where's the money coming from especially with uh michelle yo getting that golden globe they went real just so you know but she's getting the show she's getting her show we uh, i swear to god you know (laughs) but i also know that golden globe also makes her so expensive You know, they will lower the budgets. They are going to lower the budgets because I do think that would be a bad thing. Maybe bring it down to $6.5 million per episode. If that means we've got less giant 
anamorphic cinescape special effects, so be it. Yeah. You know, tone it down a bit. We all love Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. I'm a boy. I love seeing ships go pew, pew all day long. <laughs> exactly. But the reason we love Star Trek is the interpersonal relationships. Yeah. So I, again, I don't fear the fact that they have to tighten things up. I do not think Star Trek is at any risk at all going future. It's very sad that Discovery's yeah. been cancelled, but they've also been given a gift, something very rare. Hey, we're letting you know it's going to be the last season and we're going to yeah. give you an extended budget and extra filming schedule to well, give yourselves a proper... Yeah, they've given, them, uh, they've given them extra budget and a couple of months to go ahead and film new scenes and episodes to tie it up correctly. Oh, wow. I didn't so know. So it's that. being handled with the utmost respect. This isn't an issue where that. they've discarded a show. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're all the – like even uh, – what's her name? Michael Burnham. Burnham. Oh, yeah. So Donna oh. Lincoln, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She came out with a statement uh, yesterday. It was a beautiful statement about her yeah. role in Star Trek and how much she appreciated it. And she felt that the story was coming to a natural conclusion. So I think also what we're missing out from there too is maybe their writers had come to a point where they approached the studio and went, yeah. we're really headed in one direction here. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's my little I was trying to see if I still have yeah. I mean, it's so easy for us to say, oh, but they could do this, 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 and that. Yeah. But it's not our money. It's not our creativity. It's not yeah. our writing. We're not under the pressure and on the gun that oh, they yeah. are in. Yeah, yeah. So, you well, know. Well, be I, honest with me. Be honest with me, guys. If all the shows are on the table, you went, all right, we've got all the current shows we have, including Discovery, and you've got Section 31 Starfleet Academy. Yeah. But you're the decision maker, and you've got to lose one of them. Yeah, it Which show discovery. do you lose? It would have been Discovery. Yeah, yeah it's been it would have been Discovery. It. It's had its time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Lower Decks is probably something that could continue for the long run because it's yeah. a cartoon, very... Probably not, you know, as, not as expensive, yeah. Right, not as expensive. Well, it's not. It's $1.5 million an episode. But wow. it's still your cheapest budget. Yeah, I looked it all yeah. up. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, Prodigy is about double that. <laughs> yeah. But, but literally, you know, when you think about yeah, the, both the cartoons, Prodigy from a story perspective, I don't think that's going to go any longer than two more seasons. Yeah, I agree. Really? I wow. think we're yeah. three to five on that one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so, maybe you know, transition to a Janeway series. Yeah. 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 And and if you think about it, guys, if Star Trek have, say, four shows on their roster that we're getting a season of every year, based upon their 10 episodes, that's 40 weeks a year that we get Star Trek content. That's awesome. That's 40 more than we that's got. Great. That's <laughs> more than we got every year from 87 to 92 or even. Yeah. Do you yeah, know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Voyager yeah. ended in something yeah, yeah we had crossover moments so then you're right. a bit more content but still yeah still not know, like at now. the end of the day so I, th I think how sad it is i think there's a lot of positive i reckon guys yeah. about this mm -hmm. decision yeah um, i think the the thing that really hurt discovery is the level of special effects um because they're not on one studio where they can just change it around mm -hmm. and constantly film yeah. they're they're in need of all those special effects and visual effects and um creation well, they have special studios where the whole like they were i just saw a, a tiktok ironically from star trek that yeah. they were showing the Michelle Yeoh talking about, yeah, I got to use my fighting skills again because that was cool, but never in this type of element. So in the season where she's fighting control, they got oh, a special yeah. contraption to twist the whole room. 
the mm. rotisserie. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. She's like, oh, I was like a rotisserie chicken. And I thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we've, got, we've got some comments here. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, throw some out. Our we absolutely friends. have some wonderful comments. Uh, we have Claudia stopping by to give us Thanks, some Claudia. love and support. Absolutely. You, and we have a beautiful comment here. It says, we were just saying on Trek Tuesday that Discovery gives you a hopeful universe. Picard is depressing. There, there, there <laughs> is, that is very true. Very yeah. true. Yeah, if, if I was to have any criticism of the whole series of Picard, yeah. Is well, actually, my main criticism is somebody put a light globe in the yeah, room. Yeah, what? Like I said, I, I think that doesn't help because everything's so dark all the time, yeah, isn't it? Did, they, did no one pay the light bill? I, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And I kind of appreciate the older shows where they weren't afraid to put lights in there. You know, yeah. I mean. You know, the, the the bridge of the D was as well lit as any office oh, sure. you'd ever yeah. want to go into. So. Right. Yeah, without all the lens flares of the Kelvin timeline. Exactly, exactly. And we also have um, uh, the comment from Claudia says we love all Trek, but Discovery brought something special. She's absolutely. I I want to talk about the the representation side of things is so important and so in line. And Mm -hmm. Discovery had a lot on its shoulders and. Mm to do that and it was a brave choice to be honest with you yeah. because totally yeah you know, it's 2017 and they could have played the safe bet mm-hmm. they could yeah. have given him maybe one gay mm-hmm. character in the background you know person yeah. of color and yeah. there you go but they're not main players the fact that they made that you know front and center for some yeah. of the character attributes i thought was wonderfully Absolutely. done and um my my never my, my only issue was with discovery i'll tell you my own thing is the level of emotion packed into every episode i always yeah. felt was a bit much everybody's there's at least three characters every week going through life altering trauma internal yeah. mental <laughs> anguish and i go you know i get it because I used to watch the old Trek and they would have that. One yeah. character at least have a problem. But it got to me too much. It's, it's just yeah. got to be, you know, let's just have an episode where everybody's cool, everyone's having a good day, <laughs> and they're just going to solve the problem. That's, we Yeah. We have yeah. one more comment, Joe, before you. Yes, um, me. Yeah, we have uh, from Maya, Discovery Shows the Light. The hope of what the Federation is and could be. That is so on point right there. That's so true. Yeah. So Mia and uh, Claudia have a Discord, I believe. You guys can let me know in the comments. And they do it uh, weekly. And I usually catch them because Claudia does it on TikTok. She lives on TikTok. So I usually oh, I mean, cool. catch it. Great. And she was the guest on our African American. Uh, special, which I oh had. yes, yes, yeah. she was wonderful yeah. too. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, breaking barriers, breaking barriers, and beyond. And beyond. Yeah. Yes, thank you. You know, one of the real brave, the other brave choices Discovery made, and I thought was something that was a surprise, and I think it was the right move. Maybe not executed as best as I would hope. The move to jump nine hundred years forward. Yeah. That was interesting. Like two it? seasons, yeah. the end of two seasons, in to make that choice was like wow that is a brave choice and yeah. uh, um and i think served it well yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i think it really did explain to those of us who come from the tos era mm. why you know we never heard of spock having a sister mm-hmm. uh, I because also they were so into secrecy i loved it 
I also love the fact that this is the first time we're getting a Starfleet captain in the show that was an alien. Yes. For a season, Saru was the captain. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, the biggest thing was the first, um, well, on Star Trek, the first female African-American uh-huh. Captain, yeah, uh-huh. which is a massive deal. And yeah. you know what? I really like her as an actress. And when she wasn't in some sort of anguish or crying or just on the verge of a breakdown, she yeah. was electric. And it wasn't yeah. her fault. Don't get me wrong. This is more. I think she was directed sometimes to. But when she did, when she got her authoritative leadership hat on in the show, dynamite, dynamite. Yep. 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 Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Yep, I love the diversity in in characters when it comes to um, how they were uh, behaving, how, you know, different they were, how the interactions weren't always pleasant. Mm. Uh, You know, Stamus, how annoying was he in the beginning? Like, he really annoyed (laughs) me in the beginning. But you grew to love him, right? And I love that about him. I love that. I love the fact that we had the first Puerto Rican actor as the doctor. Oh, yeah. I was so proud. Yeah. And it's from New York, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you, like, because you kind of, uh, I think, slightly insinuated this. You both raised concerns about the future of diversity in Trek. Do you think that they will change? Because I, I, don't, I cannot imagine why that would change. Like with any new series, I think you get a show like Starfleet Academy, that is going to be diverse as you could get. Oh yeah, you're going to get aliens. So. Yeah, and, yeah, I hope so. Can they make yeah. it something not as diverse? Sure, they can. Absolutely. I don't yeah. think they will. But no, I good. hope they don't. I hope yeah. they make it diverse. Well, Star Trek is always held up to a mirror to its current society of what's going mm-hmm. on. Right. And if you're going to do that, then of course you've got to have. You know, lots of diversity. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, as a you know white guy, apparently, you know, I've had people I could look up. Wait, to, you're yeah, white? But, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I, I don't see many fat Aussies on Star Trek. No, so think, you, know, you don't. You want diversity. I'd like to see a fat Aussie. You That'd know? be cool. But you know what? Discovery gave us as close to a plus size representation as we're going to get. Let me make it clear. Tilly, Mm. not a plus size woman. However, she is a, for Hollywood standards, she would be considered plus size. Right, Annie? Right? Mm. However, she was the first one who didn't look, you know, like a tiny little thing. And it made those of us who are not, uh, tiny little things and who are plus size, who are big girls, feel mm. included in track for yeah, the first wonderful. time in a long yeah. time. And yeah. she got a lot of backlash and hate for that, for being the size that she she is. So Absolutely gorgeous. insanity, isn't it? So, it's insane. Hey, can I say about I Tilly, know. though, She's who stuck. I love? who I absolutely love about Tilly's character. She was the one character that they should have put all that into. When I complained about everyone's always freaking out and anxious and that, I never minded it was Tilly. Because I think for the show, if they put more focus on her dealing with her and her gaining strength over the series, um, which you do get to see, 
I was always good with that. I just wasn't good with the leadership team freaking out. That was, yeah. Yeah. I just want to clarify yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to feel safe in the captain, guys. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of the beautiful things, though, about Tilly is that we tend to see her as part of the crew, but she wasn't. She was a cadet. So yeah. her, her behavior oh, was perfect. That. For someone who's a cadet who is surrounded by those who have already finished Starfleet Academy, she was Cadet Tilly when yeah. she started. Like she was yeah. in a special program, yeah. you know. Um, and she's amazing. I love her character. Forgive you know? me, guys. Forgive me, everyone. The non-binary characters, that relationship. What were their characters' names? Sorry, you mentioned before. Adira Tall. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was Beautiful. so strong. That relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so handled well, I thought. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I, I think the only problem I had with it, I didn't like the resolution of it as such. Mm -hmm. You know, what Didn't I mean? she like mm -hmm. the burn was it made her come back to physical realm? Is that what it was? They so they had they had Gray, who mm -hmm. was Adira's love interest. Right. Right. Um, he was also binary, right? Yeah. 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 And um, when, so when they were on that planet where Sukal was, where yes, the burn yes. originated, um, yeah. at the end, they were able to kind of separate Grey from Adira mm -hmm. and give Grey their own body, basically. Right. Yeah, it was, yeah, I remembered vaguely how that was resolved. But my, my yeah. big question uh, as well mm -hmm. is... Um, the Starfleet Academy show they're talking about, is that going to be 900 years in the future focusing on Tilly? Or is that going to be a surprise? In Where did you get Tilly's name from associated with that? When I know Tilly left to go to Starfleet Academy. Yeah, yeah he she did. Was in the last episode yeah. when they took yeah. the cadets not, to that one planet. It. That was a great episode. <laughs> it was a great episode. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it'll be Starfleet Academy um, in, I believe it'll be like uh, Picard. Picard. Yeah, because oh, really? I think it'll be the current modern period of yeah. okay. Star Trek. That's be that would be my guess because they seem to be putting a lot that or they yeah. do it right around the two OS era, TOS era, which could be a lot of fun. I would love to see like yeah. Spock and Kirk and like that, like because we got like a little taste of that. I think you know why line. that would be fascinating because you film it like it's looking like the sixties, and you have a lot of people behaving yeah. like it's the sixties, yeah. and the storylines <laughs> can really challenge the methods and thought process of men and women from that period. In that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, track, and wouldn't that be amazing? Like a real yeah. challenge to kind of so yeah resolve that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have a couple of comments can we oh. go to them yeah, yeah let's or... do it okay so well, uh captain uh, captain jace we're good for captain, comments are we good Mate, for comments? go for it go all right. right we have claudia saying i like to believe that we don't need to worry about diversity but we are still there despite discovery success which is very, very true. true. Yeah. Um, and we have a comment from my number one of the USS Caliente, <laughs> Navia, who says Tilly is the best. Of course, Tilly is the best. Yeah, Tilly's the best. Oh, ah, the sounds of Brooklyn. <laughs> sounds of I bring that special for you all. Yeah. And we have the lovely oh, young star <laughs> I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I apologize. Uh, all... You Star Trek Discovery fans, what reap 
what, what so what you sew. The yep. cancellation of Star Trek Discovery because you start name calling series called racist, sexist, and homophobic. So get used to reap what you to sew. Reap what you sew. I find that comment very confusing and probably confusing. a little bit misguided, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, a look at the end of the day, the show was about celebrating diversity. Yeah, exactly. Inclusivity, as well as trying to drive a major mm -hmm. franchise forward that's reflecting the modern times. Whether yeah. you agree with it or not, this is the world we live in. We live in a very yeah. diverse planet. Yep. And yeah. so... I think it's absolutely appropriate, as it's always been in the Star Trek yep. universe, to reflect the representation of the time. Yeah. And, and Star Trek did get a lot of hate and backlash for mm. its diversity, for its representation, saying it was mm. woke Star Trek. But Star Trek has always been woke from day yep. one. It's, it's always been right? ahead of the game. It's always it's been always ahead been. of the game, representing um, what is happening in current times in a mm. future kind of way. Um, but I think that they handled it uh, with a lot of class because yeah. you never really saw the actors backlash those the, that hate with more hate, yeah, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, yeah. And I wanted now, to bring that comment up because I wanted to show that we're not here to really comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we're not here just to to to, uh, to advertise what we agree with, but what what the what the viewers oh, are saying. I agree, Nita. Let's have an open forum. The future now, guys. This is what I want to kind of get to. Where do you guys specifically see the future of Trek? after discoveries ended where do you see the universe what shows do you think we have what you know what do you, what direction do you think they're going to go in joe oh i think they're going to have to i think they're going to continue the with strange new world as being the new anchor series yeah oh, that's I, I, the future that, that's like, their flagship show that's their sure, flagship joe. you know yeah. um and then i think that um its secondary show would be section 31 and tertiary being lower decks for sure for certain um i think that the if the success continues and people keep watching like they're doing especially for strange new worlds we may see other spin-offs come to fruition um i personally if they do a, a modern day or you know picard modern day if i could say that yeah. if they do that for um the starfleet academy show i think it would be amazing to see Space Legolas come back <laughs> and, yeah, and see him. Yeah, see him in, in Starfleet. And it would be really cool to see a professor of engineering by the name of, I don't know, Miles O'Brien. Hey, well, that would be incredible, Joe. Would be. Do you know, I'd read somewhere, Joe, that they had been talking about spin off shows for some of the characters of Picard. Starfleet Academy would be that perfect thing. Yeah, he did lead DSD D Space Nine to go Back teach to at the academy. Yeah, yes. so, so that would be excellent. For yeah, him. That, I think that could that. Oh, yeah. make like Are you rewatching DS Space Nine? I thought I saw a TikTok about that. No, I I'm, have been. Yeah, I have been yeah, yeah. rewatching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm currently at, almost at the end of season five of rewatching Voyager again. Oh, Oof, there's some rough ones in season five to get over. Uh, isn't are they going to go on the, <laughs> the wheel of agony? We, oh, we got to the fighter two nights ago again, and I went, no, nah, 
We're not watching that one. We'll just get that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of there. Uh, so That's do right. we have more episodes for the wheel? Uh-oh. For the wheel? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Wow. we do. Wow. That show will return, you know. Yeah. Uh, sooner than you think. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, overall, I think, you know how, Joe, you were saying that earlier that, oh, it's disappointing Discovery couldn't get its own movie? I think Strange New Worlds is perfect to go from a series yeah. to films. Mm. And I think it would fit in with the JJ style. Oh, in the sense, you might yeah. confuse audiences where they're going, which timeline is in this? But you've got to remember, you've got to remember, 5% of the audience that goes and sees these movies are track fans. 95% are just general people who they're want to go and see a good movie. <laughs> and I, I think Strange New World has the charisma, the talent, the energy to translate to a film better perhaps than Discovery was because Discovery... No better way to say it, deal with some real shit sometimes, which isn't yeah. exactly cinematic. Well, I think I found Strange New Worlds very cinematic in its storytelling and its visuals and everything else like that. So I reckon Strange New World lasts about three or four years. Boom, they go into yeah. a movie. And I think you're right, Joe, with Section 31. I think that becomes the second big kind of show and maybe yeah, eventually becomes too. the number one show. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then Starfleet Academy and... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the future is very bright from my perspective. Totally. Yeah. What about you girls? Where do you want to see the um yeah, well, Annie, future looking like? You. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. I think, well, I think part of Discovery's interest was that it's not the same. I mean, it started that way, but like not necessarily the same characters that we've always known, doing the mm. same things we've always done in the same galaxy that we've always been in, you know. It was new and different and weird, and they're experiencing stuff that doesn't make sense because they're only nine hundred. You know, they're nine hundred years behind and everything. I would love to see more stuff in the future where we don't necessarily have to. Um, what's the word? Where we like backfill like all the canon information to like make it. Um, yeah, it's not yeah. canon dependent. Totally yeah. new, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to worry about the fact that like Picard lived here, but his accent's from here or like what, you know yeah. what I mean? Like whatever. That's the inherent fresh. problem Strange New Worlds will have. Yeah. 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 Isn't it? I mean, cause at the end of the day, I have to tread very carefully story-wise not to yeah. tread on things. And yeah. you're right. If you go 900 years in the future, yeah, no, there's not a lot of cannon you're going to step on, yeah, is there? Yeah, so... exactly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think the closest we got to 900 years was that one episode of TNG with that time-traveling guy who ended up being like a thief and he stole oh, the time-traveling yeah! stuff. Yeah. He killed the guy. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that like the most got to that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so... the past coming yeah. into the future. That's right, right that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Uh, Max Headroom, Max wasn't Headroom. it? Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. episodes. It's so good, but it is good yeah. actually. I do like that episode myself. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so cool. I, I think it would be cool to see more stuff like that. I, I'm so fascinated to see where they go with this Section 31 show. Yeah. I feel like they 
they kind of get out of the canon stuff there as well because everything's like classified and secret, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so you can move in different ways in the same old universe, but you're doing new stuff and exploring new stuff that maybe we don't know about because it's classified. So, you know, that's what I think is that. exciting about that yeah, is so. the yeah. idea of being able to go into certain environments and areas that maybe we've been to before, but from yeah. a completely different perspective because they're undercover. Exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're like exactly. they're constantly their agendas to get in and out unseen, get the yep. job done, get it in and out unseen, and yep. I think there's so much potential. I I hope I hope they build a really good team underneath because I assume she's going to yeah. be the boss of a team, don't you? Reckon? Yeah, that's what I get. Yeah. yeah. She's so talented. I can't, I don't, whatever be, she's in, I want to see it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah absolutely. Keep I don't even care. <laughs> it would be also interesting to see if she got her own special defiant. Because if you remember, Boimler was on the that defiant, the clone of Boimler got on the defiant ship at the end, yeah, of lower deck. So, how cool would it be if she had like this blacked, iced out defiant? That'd be so cool. Oof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I hope if it was me writing it, I'd be saying to the ask and the boss, hey, man, can they have the opportunity to go back and forward in time? Because you imagine them yeah. going to old classic Trek. Remember that yeah. Deep Space, that great Deep Space episode nine when they went back to the original series? Yeah. I think yeah. you could do that more and more and have sex That's at 31. So cool. You know, like there's going to be temporal issues, right? There's yeah. going to be yeah. temporal issues. Yeah. But, but Section 31 doesn't necessarily do that. That's uh, the division of temporal. Um, uh, yeah, they had time. They had their own time. Yeah, they, yeah. they got time cops. Right. Yeah, they, they have time cops. Yeah. They got a few Jean-Claude Van Dams running around. And <laughs> exactly. On Broadway. I am still kicking. <laughs> exactly. You know, but I think the moneymaker and 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 what's going to bring in the excitement is going to be that Section 31 because they're so secretive. And yeah. we really don't know anything about Section 31 until we saw it on Deep Space Nine when mm. Bashir was being recruited. That's really when the concept came to pass. By the great right? William Sadler. Yeah, I was say, exactly. Who I used to think was Skeletor. I always just get him in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's where it was really came to fruition, right? The idea of Section 31. So mm. they can actually really develop it yeah. and get you to that point because, mm. you know, uh, we're starting from pre Kirk time to you know to mm. now these like they have they so post. much that they can yeah they can yeah. do you know the yeah. pre and post kirk time they really can do a lot with it um mm. you know i think that so much fun with uh lower decks can be done yeah that i mean it's animated i can go on so and much. on Kana. Uh, yes oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. um i think though prodigy has to have an end because at some point um we need to get to the next Ooh. point in what's happening how about you know, because, ends up yeah. in starfleet academy that will be interesting how about that like how they, they just mold them into a bigger show and then they don't have to do the animation anymore i mean then that that actually no then you've got super like more expensive cgi animation uh, can you imagine you gotta do rock 
CG animation. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. But you imagine do... the makeup? It would take hours to do some of the makeup on those characters. It would be, be, be awesome. And you know what? Star Trek are flirting with that concept of crossing from right. one format to another because yeah. that crossover episode with Lower Decks of Strange New World. So That's yeah. right. That's they're funny. clearly open to getting characters to cross Have over. Have we seen but that? I will I say that Lower Deck? And no, it hasn't. It's this season. It hasn't season. happened. It's yeah. this season. Okay. I was but like, I, I keep hearing about it, but I haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> but I, I will say... I have one slight concern about Star Trek, and I hope they don't fall in the same trap of Star Wars has, is making the universe small. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to be introduced to way more characters that are not connected. It mm -hmm. is wonderful that we have Crash LaForge in Picard. <laughs> it is wonderful, and yeah. that is perfect, and that is great. But not every character has to connect to another character. Yeah. 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 In the Star Trek universe, so that's also what I, I hope they don't fall into that trap. So, but yeah, I think I, that for Picard though, it was acceptable because of what they were trying to accomplish. Yes, yeah. yes. But for right. other tracks, right? Yeah, I that's what he's saying. You don't need every mm -hmm. show to be connected. So he was exactly. Yeah. So if you if you're a big fan of the Star Wars universe, the biggest criticism you could say overall as a franchise is, if you were to look at the storytelling, is you know, for a galaxy that's got you know, over trillions and trillions of people, we kind of know about 30 of them. <laughs> and they seem, you know, and they all kind of connected in their own way. And you want to kind of expand it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's my only thing because, uh, again, it just becomes yeah. small. Jace, we have yeah. a very special comment we that special we definitely comment. have to share by our very own Jason. <laughs> you know who is responsible for the cancellation of Discovery, but Bob. But Bob. But Bob. Yeah. That is my impression of Jason Gaston. What if Jason was so bad? He was not. He might have been wrong about Picard, but he was right from a real scenario actual butt bugs have invaded the executive as a paramount <laughs> and they made the decision oh my god be hilarious it would be amazing so but yeah but yeah that's i mean like i i don't know i think we've got a i do believe we've got a really positive wonderful future in the universe of star yeah. trek i think paramount is treating it with the the respect it can with yeah. the limitations it's got and i think everybody who's very sad and you know, mourning the loss of the show, you have every right to feel like that. But feel rest assured, when the new series come, they'll be great as they've always been. And I think a lot of people will be very happy in twelve to two, twelve months, two years, of where Star Trek is. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, if that's it, Joe, do you wanna do you wanna take it from here and yes, plug, do your magic. Plug, 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 plug. All What's right. the first thing they should be plugging this this Thursday, I might say? Yeah, so be sure to join us in this wonderful space of Captain... Oh, Captain Shaw, where we'll be talking about Star Trek Picard this Thursday, 9 mm -hmm. p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it will be live. So be sure you all come back. We'll have a lot of fun. You hit up the chat room. We'll feature your chat. We'll talk. We'll give out prizes because we have that Name That Trekisode episode Ooh, yep. in this series that we're going to go through so be sure to join us then because you don't want to miss it and if you are good and you can name that episode 
uh, DM me because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already got next week's really loaded up, ready to go. Wow, so you're a machine, my friend. Machine. Yep, I've got it all organized. And be sure to follow <laughs> us on all of our wonderful socials. You can follow mm-hmm. me on TikTok, Disc Dungeon CQ. That's my two podcasts merges one. VHS Jace for Jason. Uh, Jason Roy Gaston, you can follow him by his name. Nita, the captain of the Caliente, is at Nita F71. And Vulcan Diner, our uh, Vulcan Diner, Vulcan Diner, <laughs> uh, wonderful Annie. We're so glad to see you here in our Vulcan state. Diner. They only serve plumage. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> that, that's going to be a boring show. <laughs> <laughs> Eat space night. And and don't forget, we have a merch store. So be sure to come by uh, SpectrumSanctorum.net and yep. buy wonderful Captain's Quadrant T-shirts and Captain's Quadrant iPhone cases like I have right here. Mm. It's upside down. Very nice. When are they going to yeah. come out with the Captain's Quadrant uh, Samsung? Oh, we have I, Samsung I, as well. We have Samsung there. Yeah. Yeah. We, well. we do? Okay, because yeah, I'm going to have to get me one. Somebody has all you have to do is store. go yeah. to this yeah. store, don't you? And you'll yeah, find go one. to the See, look, there it is. That was the Samsung. Yeah. There you all go. Right. Okay, because right. you kept saying iPhone and you didn't include <laughs> you know, us Samsung phone people. We're an Apple We're channel people. here, Nita. We can airdrop, make our lives easier. And that's going to do it for this special episode. Thank you so much for everybody coming out. That girl, Avayan, uh, uh, Claudia, Maya, uh, Jason Roy, Everyone. and even Yuckster, who had yucky comments. But thank you all for checking us out. And we, yeah, we'll tell you. Yep. We'll see you Thursday. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't. See you guys. <laughs>